Welcome to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Caleb Frankert, and I'm joined by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Jason Bernal. Caleb, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? You know it. I mean, with alcohol, of course. Yes! <laughs> Let's mix it up! <laughs> oh, how's All it going? Right. It's good. Good. It's good. It's I'm been, happy. It's been a few weeks. Well, a couple weeks at least since we've done this. Yeah. I know. I feel a little rusty. I, yeah. It's we need the It's going to be very apparent. <laughs> Maybe we should pause and like go outside and scream or something. Nah. nah. It'll be all right. Nah, it's good. Cool. So, Jason, we've got a good one. Uh, 401k do. loans. I've been hearing the topic actually come up a little bit more frequently here. Interest lately. rates. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. So They're, <laughs> they're at all-time highs, right? Interest rates? Uh, no. All-time highs. No. We've never been here before. Inflation's close to... Pretty high. Well, <laughs> not even all-time. No, it's not. Inflation's getting up. Anyway, that's not the point of this <laughs> podcast. Not today, at least. So. Sorry, I was just trying to put a little fear in our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Jason, we're drinking a new cocktail, too. I've never had it. I like. I really like... I've decided I really like when we try something totally new because... Yeah. We don't try it at all until we're on microphone and we get a real general reaction out of it. Yeah, but so. the, the thing about this too is like we pretty much have these ingredients laying around. We're oh, yeah. Just, we're just mixing it up a little different. Well, I would say this is an easy one. If you, uh, I don't know if it was last episode or a couple episodes uh, past, uh, we used Benedictine, which is not not a staple that everybody has laying around. But but we told them to buy a bottle. This is true. So if you and have everybody a bottle listens. Of it, <laughs> and you're going, how the heck am I going to drink a whole bottle of Benedictine ever? Well, here's another opportunity. We've been asking ourselves the same question. <laughs> <laughs> it's been sitting there a while. So yeah. the drink today is is called the uh, the Frisco. Frisco. It reminds me of fresco. I don't know. Yeah, it does. But it, it yeah, it sounds refreshing and it crisp. does. It does. Uh, Italian. So I, I mean, could be maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. I would think so. <laughs> Whatever. We anyway, don't know anything. <laughs> so the, the Frisco and 401k loans. This should be a pretty yeah. fun one, Jason. Let's get into how to mix up this here cocktail. All right. So the Frisco is made up of really three ingredients. We've got two ounces of rye whiskey, a half an ounce of fresh squeezed lemon juice, and a half ounce of that Benedictine that we just talked about. So I'm going to reiterate something here. And, and this is when, when we call for lemon juice, I'm going fresh lemon juice. Yeah. Uh, if you are in a pinch and you use that lemon juice that you might use for like baking, like cheesecakes and stuff like yeah. that in the store, it's not the same. You'll it's, know the difference. It's sickly sweet, actually, in a, in a drink, in my opinion. I don't know if it's like the citric acid or something. It just doesn't mix well. It, it, yeah, I don't think it's uh, in, intended use as cocktails. And if you're making a judgment on a cocktail while using that, it's probably not fair. So we're going to always opt for fresh squeezed lemon. I've done the same thing with lime, too. It, it is just, yeah. it's not the same. It's definitely I would not. rather use a two-week-old lime. Lime that's kind of questionable over that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the the juices, the like the le, the lime juice especially is yeah. overly sweetened. Oof. So yeah, yeah. So anyway, pretty easy one. I made this in a shaker, threw some ice cubes in, put the ingredients in, shook it up, strained it, and then I did garnish with a lemon peel, fresh lemon peel, which smells it, delightful. It's, it's really pretty looking. It is. So all right, you want to try it out? I do. Okay. Cheers, I'm, Jason. High, high expectations. All right, here we go. That's great. Whoa. Very lemony. Ooh. That's good. But I like lemon. I'm surprised that usually we're kind of 
anti-lemonin cocktails. I like that. I'm, you know, uh, Ooh, like I, sours. I'm getting more. Yeah, getting there finish. it is. Right? Did you? Okay. What so the heck? So whenever I pause there for a second, then you just you just got just it got just it. now. There's there's two. I'm gonna go in for a second sip because that there was are two really parts cool. to this. <laughs> there are two parts. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. So yeah, it's like almost all lemon juice up front, but it's warm at the end. Like there's definitely. A, the, a, I think that Benedictine's coming through. The and, and we're drinking rye whiskey here. Yeah, Let's not well, forget. That, yeah, I guess that maybe that's the tickle. We're getting. I'm, I don't taste the rye a whole heck of a lot. Now I, I think I just use regular old old Overholt, which yeah. is not standout. It's just you know it, it's bottom shelf rye. Yeah, um, but I mean you're not. You're not getting that rye up front. No, you don't get the. I I kind of it's very lemon. Yes, it's it's almost like lemonade up front, quite honestly, because yeah. you know there's there's the sugary yeah. sour, uh, but then I think the Benedictine kind of rolls in and at then, the end. Yeah, you get that little honey. It's like the afterburn. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's very interesting. But there are two, in my my opinion, two distinct parts of this drink the took, up front and then the, it, it took five solid seconds for that to show up for me on the first sip that's mm-hmm. pretty cool hmm it's really interesting yeah no um, that this is a this is a this is a you should try at home I, i'd say it's a good summer sipper for come, sure come visit us <laughs> the yeah. colder the better on this one but yeah that's that's interesting for a, a very simple drink three ingredients yeah it's got a weird complexity to it i like it yeah. I like it. All right. Okay. I could Lemon in a cocktail. This, yeah. Put this on the list of uh, things that yeah. we make here. <laughs> I mean, the Preakness, we, that was the drink we did a few few episodes ago. Yeah. That was very similar. I and, like that. Yeah, that was very so. Manhattan-y, though. This is less... It's got some of the same ingredients. The lemon juice is the big is the big difference here, though, really, because yeah, this is not even. I wouldn't even put this in the Manhattan category. Not no, even no, close. No, no, no. Not a, not at all. So if you're thinking like Manhattan level stuff here, it's not. Yeah. It's but it's the ingredients lemon. are very similar. It's lim- I know very similar. But this is this is cool. Yeah, I. It's interesting. Awesome. It, it's a good change of pace. We'll put it that way. Yes. Go summer. <laughs> <laughs> here we are. All right. Okay, hey, 401k loans, Jason. You probably have some initial opinions, an initial visceral reaction. (laughs) Uh, I know I do. But like everything that we do here, I like to dive in a little bit and give everything, you know, a fair shot whenever we research it. And, you know, going back into times that we've talked about these with our clients and things like that, I like to draw on a lot of experience, but also I like to see both sides of things. So, my initial reaction is very visceral. I go, ooh, no, 401k loan, bad idea, right, bad idea. Right. But let's talk about it a little bit. Let's talk about the basic concepts, how they work, and then we'll jump into pros and cons and kind of like is becoming our, our norm here. Right or bad, for it, again it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's it's uh, one of these, it is one of those concepts that I think, you know, somebody walks into their HR department at their company or they get on, get on the old 401k website to get an expert opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, 401k loans come up oftentimes as an option. There's a lot of considerations. Usually your motivation when you're looking for a way to borrow money and maybe have exhausted other methods of borrowing, you know, you, you really got to take a deep breath here before you jump into a decision like a 401k loan. So... What I'm going to say there is your initial reaction is similar to most financial planners' initial reactions. I want to challenge that just a little (laughs) bit here, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to spoil it and say, I'm good. These are good. I'm for it. Um, But, 
you know, there might be some merit. So we're not going to just throw things out without giving it consideration here. I know my initial response is like yours. It's, it's a very polarizing conversation, I think. But let's let's get into the basics of how this works. So the concept generally is you need some fast cash, probably. Checking you know. the cash. <laughs> so a better alternative than that, yes. Uh, yeah, so let, let's talk about you know how this generally works. It's basically borrowing against the value of your 401k. You're paying an interest rate back yep. to your 401k. So I think... The people who are pro 401k loans say, oh, but it's not, you're not really paying interest. You're paying yourself. Okay. Okay. I get that. Sure. Um, so we'll, we'll look at both sides of that. But, um, the way this works is generally you're looking at an interest rate of, let's say one to 2% over the going prime rate. That's pretty standard for 401k loans, which is in general, pretty decent, right? Similar to yeah, like I mean, home equity loans and things like yeah, that. Yeah. You would be like, you'd be okay with that if you walked into the bank. Sure. Absolutely. They're like, here, we're going to give you a loan as prime plus one. Okay. So, uh, from a rate standpoint, not a terrible option from a rate standpoint. Okay. Right. right? right. Um, let's talk about uh, some of the details. Typically, you're looking at $50,000 or 50% of the account value, whichever right. is less. Yeah. So you can't go into your 401k and just tear the whole thing out and right. go, you know, go buy a house. I mean, it's not the way it works. There were some changes made with well, was it, I don't know if it was Secure Act. Some things changed a little bit. Things changed a little bit with all the COVID relief. I think we're we're through that. We're past that. That stuff has expired. But yeah, at this point, the way it stands, it's the lesser of fifty thousand dollars or fifty percent that you can borrow from your four hundred and one k. Correct. And as far as the interest, yes, there's interest calculated. There is a payment schedule, no more than five years typically, and that interest is paid back into the four hundred one k. So you're putting back more than what you're taking out, but it's also going to the 401k. Yeah, so like in a crafty way, lending whenever made easy Mm -hmm. and almost the same concept as a 401k contribution, Yeah, right? You just don't really realize it's happening. This has been crafted in a way that allows you to not really know you're making the payment. You know, it just comes out of your paycheck. Yeah. And and you're just going to make the payment that way. And depending on how much you take, I mean, the the payment on five years on $50,000 is not going to be gigantic. And for a lot of people, what they the way that they look at this is, well, I was already putting money into my 401k, so I'll be putting money into my 401k. I'm just putting it back. Exactly. So, And that'll take us down that rabbit hole, of course, <laughs> uh, you know, of timing and, and things like that. And, and in a lot of regards here, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it when it comes to timing of all of this. Like a lot of things that we talk about, mm, depends on how things go, (laughs) whether it's a good idea or not. But so let's let's get into kind of listing out some of the pros and cons here, Jason. I will speak to the pros here Uh, again. This is not necessarily my opinion, but let's just talk objectively. Some some of the pros of a four hundred one k loan. So you're paying yourself back, but you're you're paying you back. You're your bank, right? Yeah, you're lending yourself. You're paying yourself back. So okay, can get behind that. One of the big perks of this, obviously, is that it's a non-taxable event. So you can withdraw For the now. money, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Don't and get I've, ahead. Don't and get I've ahead. got on there, not a taxable I'm, event. I'm having a hard time holding back. <laughs> unless, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Exactly. So yeah, initially not a taxable event, so you can pull the money out, which would normally be, so if you had a hardship withdrawal or something like that, uh, or just a plain withdrawal from your 401k, taxable event. Right, right? exactly. So, okay. I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal for folks. You absolutely, know, absolutely. So, so I, I would put that in the pros column for sure. Yeah. But we're going to come back because there's, there's, this there's also cons. ends up on the con side. Right, exactly. Uh, here's a pro that I never really considered, okay? And that is credit not being an issue. 
Yeah. So this is one of the thoughts that I, I, when I start going through a situation, if you have very little credit, Mm -hmm. if you have a record of having bad credit, Mm -hmm. it's probably lending altogether is a bad idea. But (laughs) I was thinking, you know, someone young, maybe 22, 23 years old, just starting off, you know, need to get access for, you know, a reason without credit. It, it makes sense. I, I could I could see how that could be beneficial. Yeah, nobody's going to decline a 401k loan because you have poor credit history. You're not going to ask anybody. It just has to be part of your rules right. in, your, in your 401k plan. It's either allowed or it's not. So there's that. Credit's not an issue. Now, if that's not an issue in general, obviously that doesn't really doesn't apply here. here here's where it, another thing, I didn't write this down, but kind of along with credit not being an issue, debt ratios are not an issue either. Nope, not at all. So, yeah, the, so whether you can afford it or not is, isn't really a consideration. Exactly. And, and honestly, okay, so let's talk to the merit of it, right? Let's say maybe you're, maybe you're in the process of buying a house and you need to keep an eye on your debt to income, but you also need 401k. You need a loan for something else. Here's something that's not going to throw those numbers off because it's am, technically not a loan. I am biting my arm so hard right now. I know now. you are. I am. I'm, I'm, it I'm, might sound, we are not very far into this and I'm starting to lose it. <laughs> it might sound like I'm super for it. Okay, I, I know you're not. I just, <laughs> I just want to speak to the merit on both sides because I know, to be fair, I have been vehemently opposed to 401k loans. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, but maybe a little bit more merit to it than what I, I uh, am willing to, to generally talk about. So uh, another pro to this would be flexibility of the payback. Sure. Obviously, you know, if you don't pay, you, you still have to pay over that, you know, five year period, but you're able to stop and not make payments at, at some point, depending on how your plan is set up. But well, and it's going to be, it's going to be done. I mean, at, yeah. it's a pretty short payback. Um, so if you, take, and then, <laughs> if I can take anything away, if you do one of these, the shorter the payback, the better. Please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In fact, you might want to consider accelerating your contributions yeah. to help pay it back faster. So we've talked a little bit about the pros. Okay. Now we got through it. We, we got through I'm that. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> Let's jump into the cons. And Jason, the first one I have listed here is Despite all of the pros, let's talk about opportunity cost, Jason, because we can talk about the interest rate and paying yourself back and not paying taxes. And these are all costs that we don't have to worry about. But there is a cost, right? Correct. To everything that you do. And opportunity cost is important. And we need to talk about that. Explain a little bit. Taking the money out and missing out on money in the 401k working for you. Talk a little bit about the opportunity cost in, involved, and I, I'm unleashing you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are you know, paying yourself an interest rate, but you're missing out on market growth, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, entirely for five years on the loan amount. It is just so sad. It's like paying double the interest from my perspective. Yeah, okay? and not double mathematically. No, no. Just- <laughs> I mean, but... I think sometimes, I mean, those, those like non-mathematical, you know, analogies, like you should just think if I take a 401k loan out, this is going to cost me not what I'm paying myself back, Mm -hmm. but like double in my mind because you're, you're missing the compounding effect of all the dollars. Yeah. You're missing the market growth. And quite frankly, over a period of five years, if you're anywhere within the next 15, 20 years of retirement, that will have a significant impact on your situation. Sure. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, Jason, uh, Here we go. And say, okay, so what if you take a 401k out, uh, a 401k loan out, and then the market drops? Yeah. And you're paying your back slowly. So this is one of those depends. 
Hey, Ooh. sometimes it can work out a little bit in your favor here, right? Yeah, because we know that most people are <laughs> exceptionally good at market timing and yeah, know exactly yeah, yeah. when to do this. And yeah, that's just not a not a good way. And, and you know, I mean, I I even want to back up like cons. Like, why do you need this money? Okay, like we didn't really talk about that. And I'm sorry. I mean, I've talked to a few young people over the last few weeks, uh-huh. and it's like slow down. Okay, this isn't the last opportunity to buy a, a motorcycle. 2022 <laughs> Harley Davidson yeah. that'll ever exist in your lifetime. Yeah, Just stop. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think oftentimes we paint ourselves into the corner and I can't take it. Yeah. All right. There are other options like not doing anything. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? We live in the United States of America and we want instant gratification. So being patient and saving up, you know, is not something typically we want to do, especially if we've got this great benefit of a 401k loan. Yeah, right? but financial irresponsibility <laughs> will not be endorsed on this podcast. This aggression will not stand. It man. will not stand. <laughs> and I just, I think a lot of times we just put ourselves in that situation where we think it is impossible for yeah. there to be another choice. So that, that's the impatience part, right? Yeah. Which may be a reason that somebody looks at a 401k loan. So not only are you going to miss out on market growth, you really got to ask yourself those questions. So, you and know, there's more. On top of that, Jason, not only are you missing out on market growth, okay, but also while you're paying yourself back, uh, in a lot of cases, uh, the way that these are structured, you look at your plan, you aren't able to technically make other or additional contributions until that loan is paid back, yeah, right? It's like everything stops for that Which period of time. Which affects what else? The match from your employer. Absolutely. And th- so we talk about the match from your employer being free, free money. money. Yeah. So yeah, there you go, like right? Real free money, not real like, free money. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, yeah, you might, uh, you know, looking at the pros, you might say, okay, this sounds pretty good. And then the opportunity cost thing, you can say, uh, you know, it does depend on what the markets do, although we know that the markets usually go up, right? Yeah. But also the fact that you may not be able to make additional contributions and missing out on the free money match, the free right. money, which also benefits from compounding, right? Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I, that, that's the. In my opinion, that's the biggest reason I'm going to spoil it, that I'm usually again it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think we don't want to be short-sighted here. You know, if the market's doing poorly and you mm-hmm. think, oh, I just need to get some money out. I'm going to go do something else. Yeah, I'm going to buy, you know, guns and, and water. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I can't solve that problem. But if you're very short-sighted and you think the market is not going to come back, I mean, if you put a five-year time frame on this payback, Odds on a diversified portfolio of you coming back yeah. are so high. Okay? Absolutely. It would be so unprecedented over a five-year period of time that it won't come back. It, it would. You got to just set that aside and, and focus on the prudent side of investing. Your, your time frame is huge. Look, so typically. looking at, at cold hard averages, which I like to do, right? And I, I've had a lot of conversations over the last couple of weeks with folks. <laughs> For my job. Reason. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, the market's doing its thing, right? I have to be cold, hard, and dead to emotion when it comes to money. It's part of my job. It's part of good advice, right? Right. To try to take the emotion out of it. So let's look at the cold, hard, dead statistics, right? The emotionless statistics. Over a five-year period, the S&P 500's got about an 80% chance of being positive. So, you know, could it work out in your favor? It might, but let's be honest. It's (laughs) That's in nobody's favor Anyway, if we're looking at that, you are 20%. betting on the twenty percent, right? At that point, you're you're rooting for 
the rest of the money but some in your people love doing that down. so if you're, if you're eeyore and you think the sky's falling go for it i guess but uh yeah my my uh, belief it. is the market usually goes up and so when we go through times like we are right now and uh, i like to keep these episodes as evergreen as possible but you know that just to me i say okay great we're gonna get it out of the way and we can get on with it where the market usually goes up again because it will but yeah for me not being able to make additional contributions taking money out of the miss the mix that's missing out on compounding that is the biggest reason that I am not generally a fan. Uh, but there are some other things to be aware of, and we've this you and I have massive, experienced this. This is a massive landmine. Yeah, this is the uh, we're going to tag on to the pro, which is not a taxable event unless dot dot dot. Let's get into the dot dot dot. You and I have seen this when we yes. meet with a new client and we're talking about financial planning and rolling over a four hundred one k, and we get that. Hold up a second. Wait a minute. Yep. <laughs> We have an outstanding 401k loan. We have an outstanding loan. Yep. They switched their jobs. Mm -hmm. They had a loan and the piper's piping. Yeah. It's time to pay it back. And not only are you going to pay it back from your 401k balance, it's all going to be taxable. Taxable. Immediately. Immediately. (laughs) And there is no taxi backsies. Yeah. And not only taxes, but, uh, you know, if you're under 59 and a half, we get the 10% penalty on top of that too. Oh, it's extra special. I mean, I mean... 40% 40% guys. I mean, depending on your state. Yeah. It, it's it's a good number to look at. And not only is it taxable and a penalty, it's added on. Maybe you got a great promotion in your new job and you're uh-huh. making more money. Now you might be in a couple different tax bracket situation because of this $50,000 loan and you paid it down to $41,000 and you decided to leave a job and you you were focused on the money and and quite frankly, you better you better be able to pay the taxes that are due. I mean, it's just or or else it's going to be worse. Well, and in gen- here's here's the deal, right? Because you can look at this uh, a couple of ways and say there are some pros here, right? If you take uh, this idea and you compare it to going out and getting, let's say, an equity line with a bank or a personal loan, even something with a decent interest rate. Well, cost wise, let's not even consider the opportunity cost, but. Cost-wise, could it be a cheaper quote-unquote lending option? Yes, absolutely. But the risk of a job change or a firing or anything that could cause that to be taxable and due immediately, right? Uh, Unless you have the check to write to your 401k to pay that. But if that were the case, you're probably not borrowing against your 401k, right? Exactly. And most people, again, in this, we just use the example, my example of you finding a new job. Mm -hmm. What if you get laid off? Yeah. The same thing applies. Like, so going into a financially kind of hard period of time where you're looking for a new job and you might be unemployed, the piper comes piping. And and just to be that guy, I'm going to push my glasses up and go, actually, well, you said layoff, but we're talking about like a firing situation. Firing, you don't have yes. a job anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Well, guess what? We're going to kick you while you're down. Yeah. And if you don't want to pay taxes and a penalty on this money that you borrowed, you, you better be able to front it. Well, that's not... Uh, that easier said than done when you don't have a job. Yeah. And right? I, I just, I can't, I mean, I think we've seen clients, you know, we've been in situations where it's like a lot of financial pressure. Mm-hmm. Those are things that, you know, cause you when you go to a job interview, you need a job, something happened at your old job and it, you change, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to accept positions you don't want, maybe less money, maybe doing things you don't like when you add this on top, man, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky situation. This 
like anything else, I, I, I say this when I talk about a lot of a lot of different things that are available and are quote unquote approved or whatever, you know. We talk about the brokerage side of things all the time too, like annuities and insurance products and things of that nature. Is it completely evil and never a good idea for everyone? Well, yes. no. <laughs> Jason says yes. <laughs> I, I say if there's no merit whatsoever, it wouldn't be allowed. However, there are cases, uh, and I would say, you know, we could lump all this stuff together and say, usually there's a better way of doing it. And I would say the same thing with 401k loans. This is why we have sinking funds. This is why we we stay out of debt in the first place. This is why we, you know, we have a well-established emergency fund. You know, you can't miss out on the blocking and tackling, the budgeting, the savings, the emergency funds, the sinking funds, those types of things. You would have to, I mean, the amount of convincing it would take for me to endorse this it would be like a two-car household sells a car. Your camper's gone. You canceled every Netflix, uh, Hulu. Yeah. You canceled a cell phone. Like I would want you and have the to gym membership. Totally <laughs> convince me that this was the only option that I I would. Gosh, it would be so hard. And you mentioned something. I want to just say this. I, I mean, I worked with a lot of work with a lot of small business owners, uh-huh. lots, and we designed four hundred one k plans. Every 401k plan I design does not have yeah. a loan provision. I was waiting for you to say that because yeah. uh, you've been jumping out of your chair here. I, and um, I'm like, to speak my legs it. are shaking. Yeah. <laughs> Is there some merit? Yes. Can it be used effectively sometimes, maybe, in just that right circumstance, right? And I'll, I'll throw an example out there, okay? But we'll talk about both sides here. And I know we're running short on time, but... Uh, let's say it's a, uh, a house situation. You need a down payment. You can't take a gift because that might affect your financing. You can't take another loan because that affects your debt to income ratio. This is not a loan. It's an asset. Can you swing a down payment from your 401k? Yeah, you might be able to. Is that dangerous? Is it irresponsible? Is it impatient? Yeah, probably. Rent. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there are a lot worse things than renting. There are many days I feel like I wish I was renting, right? <laughs> Home ownership. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just simply rent for me. And it, yeah. and I, it's really hard to predict six months out. You know that, you know, like in any, especially in a situation where you're like newly married or you're moving, like, mm-hmm. man, just, just take a breath, slow down, yep. rent for six months. It may not be the best situation. Live in your parents' basement. They love you. They'll let you come back. <laughs> Not my kids. But the cats, yeah, okay. the cats need company anyway. Yeah. I um, mean, it's just so important that you really don't put yourself in a corner and say that is the only possibility. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. We're very debt averse here. So like any loan, I would say there's a better way typically. Almost always. Um, now, that doesn't mean that I never, I, I can never sit across from a client and say, you should never ever get a loan for anything. I get it. Right. Um, but again, this should not be... What we see, and and actually I saw a statistic out there that was pretty surprising. 19% of employers who have this available, I think it was in 2016, have a 401k loan. I believe it. That's a lot. I mean, even in the plans that I've helped design, when we don't have a 401k loan, there's almost always someone that doesn't believe us and tries to get one. And I mean, hardship withdrawals are a thing. Yeah. That's a possibility, but that's... And it might be a better possibility. It might be a better option, actually, when it all boils down to it. I'm just saying, like, in most cases, if you have it as an employer, someone's going to use it. 
and you're going to be in a situation when they leave, mm-hmm. they won't be happy. They won't understand. You didn't explain it. Yeah. You're not an expert on this. So let's just steer clear of it altogether. All right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Jason, good or bad? Ah, uh, terrible. <laughs> for it or again it? For it. Oh, oh, you're for it? Okay. <laughs> I'm for it being bad. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm mostly again it. I'm again it. I'm again it. All In most cases, again it. So I just thanks like for, for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason just changed his mind. He's totally for it. No. Thanks for having a drink with us this week. It's time to close out the tab. If you, you have a back. question or a topic you want addressed on the Old Fashioned Finance Podcast, be sure to email us at podcast at bluejfg.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money muddling themselves. You can stay up to date with the latest action by following us on Facebook. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's bluejfg.com and produced by Pottery Studios. We've been your hosts, Caleb and Jason. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to a consumer in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written consent on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay unless other otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.